December the 5th, 2023, 1 Samuel chapter 5, the hand of God. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. Family, it's a fantabulous Tuesday morning. And Father God, we just thank you. Thank you for another day laying, basking in your presence, laying before you, waiting to hear and receive this day our daily bread, to hear from you, to do all that you've called us and created us to be, to give you honor, to give you praise, to glorify your name, to let the light that you have placed in us shine throughout the world that you might be glorified. Thank you, Father God. We bless you in Jesus' name. And those of you, family, waking up with us this morning, giving us yet another opportunity into your private and personal space, thank you as well. For indeed, it's an honor and a privilege, and we do not take it lightly. We pray that you are blessed on today. We're continuing in the first book of Samuel, first book of Kings, as we learned that all four, first, second, and first and second kings were all considered kings at one time. And yesterday we we received a little context based on some study that the word power or kap, K-A-P, in the Hebrew language used in chapter four now in chapter five means identifying power or possession of controlling influence conceived as in terms of the hand can be used to highlight imminent activity we gave scripture that showed hand and power being used interchangeably noting that it was used to highlight imminent activity we also realized that the symbol of god or the name of god is not to be used like a magic wand or like a genie in a bottle we concluded that those who call upon the name of Jesus do so in faith that he is who he says he is and can and will do what he says he will. Therefore, our faith activates our actions. We believe, therefore we do. Today, we are asking the same question that we asked yesterday. Where do you see yourself, your family and community in the stories going forward. And today, when you hear the word hand or hand of God, think about what it means to you. Be blessed on today, family. Be encouraged. Holy Spirit, have your way. We avail ourselves to you. Oh, Father God, that you might be glorified. So family, let us go into this word on today, 1 Samuel chapter 5, the hand of God. Be blessed. When the Philistines captured the ark of God, they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. Then the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it into the house of Dagon and set it up beside Dagon. And when the people of Ashdod rose early the next day, behold, Dagon had fallen face downward 
on the ground before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him back in his place. But when they rose early on the next morning, behold, Dagon had fallen face down on the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both his hands were lying cut off on the threshold. On the threshold. Only the trunk of Dagon was left to him. This is why the priest of Dagon and all who entered the house of Dagon to do, to do not tread on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. The hand of the Lord was heavy against the people of Ashdod, and he terrified and afflicted them with tumors, both Ashdod and its territory. And when the men of Ashdod saw how things were, they said, the ark of the God of Israel must not remain with us, for his hand is hard against us and against Dagon our God. So they sent and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? They answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be brought around to Gath. So they brought the ark of the God of Israel there. But after they had brought it around, the hand of the Lord was against the city, causing a very great panic, and he afflicted the men of the city, both young and old, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the ark of God to Ekron. But as soon as the ark of the God came to Ekron, the people of Ekron cried out, They have brought around to us the ark of the God of Israel to kill us and our people. They sent therefore and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, Send away the ark of the God of Israel and let it return to its own place, that it may not kill us and our people. For there was a deathly panic throughout the whole city. The hand of God was very heavy there. The men who did not die were struck with tumors, and the cry of the city went out to heaven. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word on today, Father God. The hand of God. Short, but profound and effective. The hand or the power, in this case, the hand of God. We find that the chief cities of the Philistines were five in number and three of them are featured here in chapter 5. Ashdod, Goth, and Ekron. The Philistines worshipped Canaanite gods, of whom Dagon was one. And if you remember, Samson had destroyed the Dagon temple in another major Philistine city called Gaza. And we read that in Judges chapter 16. It was indeed common practice in the ancient Near East for conquerors to place captured idols in the temples of their own deities. No doubt it was believed that the victors God had defeated and captured the gods of their enemies. So the Philistines thought that Dagon had now defeated and captured Yahweh. However, it soon became clear that Dagon was not in control even of his own statue. The collapse of this idol led to a strange local superstition, as we read in verse 5, which says, This is why the priests of Dagon and all who enter the house of Dagon do not tread 
on the threshold of Dagon and Ashdod to this day. And verse 6 at last tells the reader, tells us even, plainly that Yahweh himself was the imminent activity in the events in Ashdod. The Philistines there had no such revelation from God and had to make their own conclusions. If the collapse of their idol only puzzled them, then I'm sure their own personal sufferings quickly persuaded them that Yahweh was powerful and active because of the Ark of the Covenant there in their temple. So the Ark was sent first to Gaz, then to Ekron, with similar results in both towns. So why yesterday the Ark of the Lord being present with the Israelites did not afford them victory over the Philistines? Answer, because of God's sovereignty. It is not our will that will be done. It's his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We must align ourselves with God's plan to see the manifestation of his power. This is why it is essential family to pray in alignment with God's word, which is why we must lay before him so, so we can be aligned with the Holy Spirit. So our desires are derived from his desires. And when we know not what we ought to pray for, pray in our heavenly language as the Spirit gives us utterance. Father God, oh glory, hallelujah, we exalt you. We honor you, we praise you, Father God. You have positioned us in places we would not have gone. No, not on our own or even imagine we would be. Even as you have told uh, Abraham to leave his country, his people, and his father's household and go to the land I will show you. You told him that you would bless him and make him a great nation and through him all nations will be blessed. Father God, whether you positioned us on a job, whether you positioned us in a relationship, in a ministry, or in our community, we are here because of your mighty hand. It is our prayer that we now continue forward in your divine plan in our lives. We seek further guidance and instructions as to what we are to do this day this day at our job, this day in our relationships, this day in our communities, and this day in our homes. We yield to you, Holy Spirit. Give us a heart and mind after yours, and that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be pleasing unto you, our Lord and our God. We are not our own. We are yours. Let not the cares of this world distract us or detour us from the divine plan you have preordained, preordained for us that we shall walk in. We yield to please you, to honor you and praise you 
in all that we think, in all that we say, and all that we do. And it's in the mighty and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, that we pray. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be encouraged on today. You know, God, God is so good. There are times I know personally in my life when certain trials and tribulations come and you know, I know based on the word certain things that I should do and, and how I should trust in the Lord. And there are times when my flesh is weak and, and I need to go into a quiet place and, and just press in, press in to the Holy Spirit that my strength be renewed. And, and I know the scripture says that he who abides in the secret place of the Lord God will abide and rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I know that the scripture tells me that my strength will be renewed. So family, if you find yourself discouraged or at a place where you feel it's a, a hard time or a hard place, find a quiet place, cry out to the Lord, bask in his presence, let his light, his truth, let it encourage you, illuminate you, and bring you forth to a new day and a new opportunity. And those of you, my friends, who soon to be family may not clearly understand these words that are spoken on today, we know that it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. But God said, oh my God, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just. To forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness if out of your mouth you call upon the name of jesus as lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead to pay the penalty the price for your sin you shall be saved your eyes shall be open your ears shall hear you shall taste and see that the lord our god he is good and he is worthy to be praised and we want to walk with you family this journey was not made to be walked alone it's made to be shared with and in community, let us do life. Let us come alongside you. We love you, indeed we do. Grace and peace be upon you, and we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.